I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey guys, welcome to the latest installment of the Cyclone Fanatic podcast here on the Cyclone Fanatic podcast network. My name is Chris Williams and tonight I will be joined by Brent Bloom. Here on a, we are recording very late on Easter Eve, and uh, we're continuing we're continuing this little series of podcasts that we've been doing during the quarantine, and they are presented by our friends at A Plus Lawn and Landscape. I had my sharpen lube done this week. Fellas came right up, sharpened the blades, changed the oil of the old mower, got her started. Ready to roll. Uh, I actually had my um, early spring fertilizing done. A couple weeks ago as well. I've got my lawn care. I I do my own mowing and trimming and all that stuff, but I let A-plus lawn and landscape take care of my chemicals. They have done that. Man, I've been at this house 10 years now. I think I've hired A-plus every year to to do that. uh, A-plus was at my neighbor's house this week, and you see everything now because... Because you're just... What else are you going to do? Yeah. It's like I had severe envy. We need to hire an A plus envy, so I'm, I'm going to. I keep, you need to. I've got time. I like. I I'll give him a call. We are going to uh, just talk a little bit about um, everything that's gone down in the last week, week and a half since Bloom and I sat down and and potted. Was it two weeks, two weeks ago? ago? Yeah, yeah, two two Saturdays ago. We are going to do a brief basketball recruiting conversation. I say brief because it it'll probably change by the time you hear this. Yeah. Um, but I did post an update on our forums earlier today as well. If you want to go and read that just with my uh, latest insight on everything that's going on. But we do want to wish everybody a happy Easter. I hope that you all are, are, are healthy and employed and all that good stuff. Uh, but Bloom, how, how are you uh, hanging out in the quarantine? Uh, just one day at a time. Getting to know my two-year-old and four-month-old really well. So wife and I are both working at home and we're taking it literally one hour at a time, but it's, we're, you know, in the grand scheme of things of all this stuff that people are dealing with, we're, yeah, we're in great shape. I feel so like I, have, I, I have no complaints. It's funny. Like, is, is this thing's gone on? Like, I just feel so blessed. Totally. I, I have the amount of time I've got to spend with my two girls that I never would have been able to do while I still am employed and have a roof over my head, like yep. you just, yep. I, mean, I don't know. You got to think about things like that. hundred percent. And there's like all of us, there's times you want to just you go know, crazy, go crazy and just whatever. But compared to everything else going on, you know, it's, it, this isn't, this isn't whole, the, the worst thing, but yeah, it's just like, it's like groundhog day though. Like, I don't even know what day it is when I wake up sometimes and it's just, you check the news. What else is new? Um, and it's, yeah, I think we're going to reach a point where people get literally, and you're going to, you're going to start to see, we'll get into it here in a little bit. Like there's going to be the, we need to go back to work to get normalcy. And then you've got the other end of the spectrum of, well, is that the best for public health? And we're going to reach a point where it's, uh, it's going to come to a head. And I, I'm guessing that'll happen the next couple of weeks. Well, yeah. And it, it, it's kind of already happening and what'll be really interesting too is when this is all over or not over, but when we, you know, when, when we start going downhill, I guess on the curve, yeah, yeah. it's inevitable that one side is going to be like pumping social distancing and yeah, we did such a great job. And the other side is going to be like, well, we didn't need to do this. And, you know, right. and nobody well, can just like agree that like we just did what we had to do. And and you're seeing it and then you knew it was going to happen, but it's also very unfortunate because I think it clouds uh, the perspective that is needed in this whole situation because this has impacted everybody, whether you're affiliated with one party or the other. But you're starting to see one party grab, grab one end of the spectrum and one grab the other. And, um, and it has to do with the president. And whether you like him or not, he is the president and you're 
because he has he's grabbed onto this, we need to go back to work thing. Now you got the other side, um, you know, by and large against that. And it's just it's I, Chris. I think I think this this next month politically could get you know even uglier than normal um, because it's just if, Unf- yeah. If, if if the president wants one thing, you're going to get pushed back the other way, and. No one. I mean, it's just it's hard to know what what the truth here, or not even the truth, but what is the what is the best thing to do? And I think it's it. And sports is not immune to this. Like you saw this last week, where baseball came out with really a feeler. Like this is people use the media, and baseball absolutely did. They used Jeff Passan from ESPN to float this idea of they would have all of the teams down in Arizona at a spring training site, they'd use Chase Field where the Diamondbacks play, and then they'd have like 10 other spring training sites, and they'd be congregated there in the summer in like a, their own little bubble. Um, so they float this idea out just to see what the reception was, and immediately it was like, how dare you? Just like we talked about two weeks ago. Like, you can't do that. You can't put, put people's public health at risk. You can't put these baseball players above the frontline healthcare professionals, which I absolutely agree with, like which we th- said, yeah, you've got two to, weeks ago. You've got to get those people I, figured out if first. If you didn't but, listen to our pod two yeah. weeks ago, you should go back. Yeah, actually, actually well, I think we pretty, nailed pretty, it. pretty good accuracy there. But it's just you're going to see this violent pushback um, for anybody who wants to get back to quote unquote work or open up the economy, and that includes sports. So I just don't know how long this is going to last because you're. You even saw it, Chris, with the UFC, who literally Dana White, and I know you follow the UFC. Yeah, big fan of it, actually. Uh, was going to have an event at what an Indian reservation, which technically does not have any purview of any laws. And uh, politicians, you know, basically wouldn't let them do it. And if Dana White can't get away with it, uh, with an Indian reservation land, then, man, you're just the, the social media stuff, the mob mentality, quote-unquote, it's just going to be really tough for any of these leaks to get off the ground. And until one gets off, then all these others are going to be in a holding pattern. And I just don't know how long it's going to last. So, um, But I think, first and foremost, they got to figure out they got to figure out the testing capabilities mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, from not only the virus standpoint, but also the antibodies test. And not, it's just kind of a wait and see. And so I don't I don't think from that aspect, Chris, from two weeks ago, much, much has changed timetable-wise. I don't either. You know, I don't know. Like, I, I, I went off on this on my radio show the other day. I don't know if you were listening, but I, I'm getting a little bit fried by the, like, quarantine Jesus people out there. Like, the yeah. whole, the social distancing warriors. Yes. Yes. Like, I get it. And, yep. like, we're all, like, we are all in this together. I feel like that's become a little bit of a cliche, but it's very true. Like, it's uh, it's as true of a... I impact you. Yeah, you absolutely. And, and yes, vice versa. But, like, I don't think it's wrong to... I don't... Like, I don't think that you're some sort of a heathen either by thinking about the economy. Correct. Like, I, I don't... Like, I... That's a... There's 13 million unemployed people in our in our it's country six, right 16 million. now. 16 million. Is it 16 now? Yeah. Oh, pardon me. So like, that's... Yeah, 10% of the workforce. And like how many... What, during 2008? It was like... Oh. Like 3 well, million or 5 million or whatever. I don't know I, what whatever. the ultimate number was, but it was Jesus, like so much like, slower. This is like... I. It, it's not that I don't care, it, or not me in particular. If you're talking about the economy, and we're going to get into sports in Iowa State, like I promise, yeah. we're, we're working into that. You can have both discussions. Yes. Right? Can't we? Yes. Like, and you don't we... need to be a political party affiliated with yeah. either. Yeah. And that's what bothers me the to, most. To bring us into the um the Iowa State portion of this, I I would say can't we all just wait it, it's April eleventh. Yeah. Correct. Can we have these conversations like maybe like middle of May and just see where things are? Because this, Brent, this changes every day. Yeah. Like well every said. day, I, I have a very set. I'm a very routine individual. You know this about me. When I drive home from work, from KXNO at night, I will pop on, and I listen to CNN generally on my way home, or yep. whatever. I try, I'm trying to catch up on the news. Yep. Every day it's different. The tone's different. Every day. 
there's, you know, we got good news today. Oh, we got terrible news today. Well, and it, you know, and speaking of CNN, I'm not promoting them. I, I got actually, frankly, pissed off tonight when I, it, it just came up on my TV, and Wolf Blitzer is telling me that there's breaking news that we've had more coronavirus deaths. It's not breaking news, Wolf. <laughs> like I hear you. The coronavirus is not breaking news. Right. Right. No, I know. It's and it's it's just. I'm kind of the point where I was with you. I was with you. I was literally every hour I check in. Okay, what's new? And now it's like, well, it's just a. It's like Groundhog Day. Every day is pretty much the same. It sounds like though New York's maybe turning a little bit of a corner, and some of these other places are turning corners. And, and the models, who knows if the models are right or wrong? But I think you you made a great point, and that is give it four weeks until you really start to project what specifically college football may look like because. It's hard to really track, you know, how much this will change by mid-May. And, you know, I think if you look at a drop-dead deadline for college football, at least in the fall, you probably don't need to decide until, you know, I guess you probably need an answer in some manner by end of June. I mean, I don't know what Jamie would say, but they've got time to figure this out. And I think if you make a decision based in the fall on data now, um, that's a little reckless. I think we're, we're making decisions so based insane. on the, the tenor like, now. Yeah. And I also think I have a friend of mine in the media who often tells me, he goes, it's the craziest thing, Chris, you're in the media and nobody hates the media more than you. Yeah. <laughs> he tells well, me I'm, this all the time, but like, well, cause like, we've, we know what, what they're doing. Yeah, I know. I know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. And we sit around, like we're all Not just, that they have bad intentions. No. And I, I, I think love that, the media. I think that's the part that gets carried away as well, is that the media has uh, sinister intentions. And now, while there's probably some who do... There are some. I think more than anything, they're just trying to be relevant, for lack of a better term. My point is, I agree with you completely. When we all just sit around all day, every day, and have cable news on... Yes. We get an enhanced, like, I just think it can build up in your mind. Yeah. I'm not saying it's not serious. I know it is. Yeah. Like, I'm scared to death just like everybody else, but I don't think that we have to, you know, ring the alarm. Yeah. And, oh, the sky is falling. We're not going to have football. It's it's April 11th. You know, the national championship basketball game would have just happened. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, we've got, like, we're just entering the spring game season. Right. Size house. Like, we need to put into perspective, like, what normal would be. I don't know. And I just, with the money, like, we've, we we talked about two weeks ago, you should go back and listen to it. There's so much money involved. Did you hear my deal with Ray Cole? I listened to part of it today. Okay. You should check that out if yeah. you haven't as well on the, the Chris Williams podcast, Shameless yep. Plug. Yep. We talk about the money involved with these leagues and everything. I just, I cannot, I cannot imagine college football not kicking off at some point. Maybe it's two months delayed. I don't know. But it'll be yeah. like Jamie Pollard called it the Ice Age. By the way, he's been phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. I heard Jamie Pollard quoted on Colin Cowherd. Is that right? This morning. Yeah, he has his Saturday podcast, and they were talking about like his comments. He has been an absolute like front runner in all of this in the college. At- He's been a guy who others are looking to for leadership right now, which is awesome that Iowa State has that guy. Well, and Iowa State was a week ago made the announcement with the uh, yes. cutting the key personnel, you know, roughly 10% of their salaries. I think it ends up being – Three four million dollars, and then you see it. You saw it. Louisville did the same thing. Others, it's just going to be a matter of time that others follow suit as well. And yeah, I mean that's what gives me confidence from an Iowa State perspective. Having that guy in your corner, you're going to be on the right side of it. Now, who knows? You know how bad the damage will be, but at least I like Pollard in that role. He's a financial. Yeah, to figure to try and figure it out. But yeah, it's it's. You know, I think we, we can look at this from a college sports perspective, but from a higher education perspective, which this all ends up feeding into, um, yeah, this is this is not going to be pretty on that industry either because you just got a lot of factors that 
that even for Iowa State, Iowa State is, is going to be hit hard from this as an institution. And good leadership there as well. I mean, President Winterstein's awesome and doing all we can. But, I mean, just the sheer number, Chris, of international students that probably won't be able to enroll next semester or the, sp- the fall semester. I mean, that's that's there's 4,000 international students that go to Iowa State. I mean, if they can't get a visa, um, which not really anybody can right now, just think about that. So, so let, you've let, got you've got issues you, all 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 across yeah, the board. I want to get into that. Can I? Um, can I? I want to ask you a follow up to yeah. that because I'm curious about it. But real quick, I want to give our friends at the foundation a shout out yes. with their Cyclone Strong Good timing campaign because you, you mentioned the international students a lot of them on campus right now with nothing to do they can't have jobs because everything's shut down and they're literally like some probably very hungry and the foundation has their cyclone strong campaign we're selling t-shirts awesome and i'll, I'll tell everybody the cost structure on that i think we're selling them for twenty dollars we're giving like Cyclone Fanatic's not taking any commission on that. Literally, we're shipping them out and we're printing them, and then all the proceeds are going to the Cyclone Strong campaign, which is uh, going directly into the pockets of these students who are on campus and they're they're stuck on campus right now without anything to do. Yeah, and then, so this obviously, you know, full disclaimer: I work for the foundation. Yes, um, but this is a way to help out Iowa Staters that are just in a really tough spot right now. And, you know, I think it's a great initiative. A lot of people have asked me, so I, you know, I work in fundraising clearly and say, what can I do? And it's like, well, this is, this is the way you can help out. And this will go directly to those that could really use it right now. Has it been a good response? It has been good. It has been. Um, but I'm telling you, it's, it's there, there's, there's going to be a lot more need uh, all across campus. And this is just the start of it because, I, it's just it's just the way, I mean, the way higher education works, you get money from a couple sources, right? Everyone knows about tuition. Okay, that's 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 a big one. And if you don't have an, as many students, that's going to drop. The second revenue source or of revenue source is from the state. And if the state budget is just going to be decimated by this whole thing because you're not getting a lot of the taxes that you normally would, um, Plus the variety, and, and plus you, you you throw in the the fight that they need to mm-hmm. battle this illness of a number of other things. So your your state dollars are going to be down, and you're just you're going to be at a, a a really difficult place in the budget. And so, yeah, it's 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 going to be an interesting an interesting several months for higher education as well. Um, I think Iowa State's in a good spot relative to some others because if you look at some of the smaller colleges, they they may not be able to survive this. And Chris, let's bring this back to athletics. Your smaller athletic departments, or even even your group of five, they still get university funding. Iowa State does not, so athletics are totally separate from a funding perspective than the institution. But like some of those Mountain West and WAC and those types of schools, and I, if there's no college football season, there, I mean, it's going to be a tough time for some of those to to make it. I'm sorry. There's going to be a college football season. You're right. No, like, I know, but... but I get it, I man. Just, like, it's just... I, they got to make the preparation. And I've, I heard this week... That's another thing. Like... <sighs> you always look for the... I, I, yeah, it's like no, the, the, the hy- hyperbolic, what's the worst case? You're right. Like, everything you're saying is correct. But I, I also want... So, like, President Trump was asked about the Tiger King. <laughs> Yeah. Earlier this week, right? He was. Did you? Did you I see? Was, it? I watched. I watched all the pressers. Hold on. Um, we when Bloom and I pod, we tell you what we're sipping on. Yeah, what do we got today? This is a. I want to give it the proper name because it's a special edition from our friends at Reclaimed Rails. We're still kicking. Love those guys. They're actually doing really well. Are they good? I. Because I, I had gotten some vanilla cream today, and they had sold out, so I'm picking it up on Monday. I, uh, so I've been bored, so I've taken up running. So I ran by the Reclaim Rails today, and they were... I was thinking about starting to run. Yeah. I went from... I was not running at all. I mean, it's truthfully how bored I am. I'm up to like six miles a day now. Holy man. I know. Good for you. Look out. This is called Mud in Your Eye Whiskey Maple barrel aged nine percent from reclaimed rails very good it's very good i gave yeah. it a 4.5 on uh untapped I gotta, okay let me log into that right now i think it's really good um 
anyways. Do you think? Oh, the Trump Tiger King thing. Yeah, Trump. And so Tiger King. I, I always like to train our audience like as to what's happening here, because part of like, and this isn't. I don't even really blame the media. I blame uh, just where we're at with society and like a lot of people get their news from Twitter or yep. from Facebook or whatever, where you're limited on characters and yes. whatever. Or a meme. Yeah. And so a lot of people read, oh, the president is talking about pardoning Joe Exotic, <laughs> right? And that, yeah. that is a ridiculous thing to hear. It is. Isn't it? It is. Like if you're just, if you're pulling up Twitter for the first time at nine o'clock on yeah. whatever night that happened and you see that, Peter you're going to lose your mind. Yes. Right? Yep. The reality is some clown from the asked, New York Post, yeah. which is a, basically a, it's a newspaper, but it's also like a, yeah. a tabloid. Some clown asked him about it. So he answered it like in a joke. If you watched it and there was context, you would not have been Correct. like, oh, the president's a lunatic. Correct. Now I'm, listen, anybody who knows me knows that I'm not going to throw Donald J. Trump a lot of bones here, but like he totally got screwed by public perception that night because of like the Twitter sphere and people just read 140 characters and you know, you don't look into it. Yeah. We're seeing this right now with athletics. Um, Jamie Pollard, uh, let's see somebody else. Um, you know, Gene Smith had a good one yep. the other day yep. at Ohio State. It's like a 30, 45-minute press conference or whatever we call them these days. Yep. And of all of it, like three quotes got pulled about him not wanting to play, uh, being perceived not wanting to play without fans in the stands. I read the transcript. There were other quotes about him, like, talking about how it's a possibility. Now, like, but it... But these certain things will get pulled, and then we are led to believe everything is worst-case scenario. Of course these guys are thinking about worst-case scenario, that they have to. That's their job. And you're going to see an initiative that we're going to do at Cyclone Fanatic this week. That's my job, to make sure I can pay our employees over the next year, right? Yeah. And maybe we can talk about that a little bit at the end of the podcast. But, like, we just you, you have to be aware of what you are consuming, and I... My wife's this way. She she does not get news unless it comes across her Facebook feed. Yep. She's a doctor. Yep. You know, like so. I'm it's not, a time thing. I'm not judging yep. anybody, yep. but I'm she trying have the time to. Ed- that we do to try and analyze all this stuff. I am trying to educate like our listeners. You got to be careful of these poll quotes that you see popping across Twitter all the time. Yeah, and the, what was the one late this week was oh, 75 percent of people polled would not enter a stadium without a vaccine, and it's like yeah. If it's April 9th, yeah, but and, give us give us three months. We don't know where we're going to be and, at. And I'd also say, who are you polling? Right. And they, like, it was like th- a 400 random sample, which, yeah, okay, that's how polls are done. But I don't know who, they're, like, who so, are they calling. But then, are so they we, in New York? We have like 25,000 people who have registered at Cyclone Fanatic. Right. If you would poll them. That's probably the other way. <laughs> yeah. I know. You know I, what I mean? So like, But that, that got front page story on... All the major networks. Let me ask you this. Do you think we get to a point, and now fast forward to like June 1st, things are better, the economy is slowly starting to pick up, we're walking around in masks, like Probably. whatever. Yep. Okay? Yep. Do you think that there will be a situation where like different, like more conservative states are more willing to let, so like Mississippi. Okay. Like isn't it? Isn't there a better chance that students are on campus at Mississippi yes. State than or Texas at like um, in California? Yes, completely. You had yeah. I mean, you just look at the quotes from this week. I'm referencing Texas and California here. The Texas governor had a quote: "Hey, let's we get we gotta get ready to go." Which okay, whatever. Or the, there's a official in California who said that we should not have any type of sporting activity until the end of November. Now, that just seemed a little bit of a cherry-picked date for whatever reason. But, yeah, I mean, you just, you're trying to get you – know, you've got these absolutes that, that nobody can really know. And I think bottom line is nobody knows right now. Literally nobody knows when this whole thing will get going. 
Um, whether it's good news from a sports perspective, it'll be June or bad news as it won't be until uh, 2021. But th- nobody knows. Like, you can't predict this thing. And those with these these absolute opinions, it just drives me insane. I know. I, I do think, I, back to college football, though, I, will, I, I, I feel good about this thought. If it doesn't happen in the fall, and I agree with you that I think it, in some capacity it will, they will be more than willing to push it to spring. You could you could have basketball and football running at the same time. That actually, I, I mean, I hope it doesn't happen, but wouldn't that be kind of fun? It'd be interesting. God, I guarantee I get a divorce. <laughs> I love how that's your first thought. <laughs> how will this affect me? But you're right. I think this is how, but back to our, our conversation from a couple weeks ago. College football is that important to these athletic departments. They have to play. They have to, they have to figure it, it out. I'm telling you, it, for the other side of this, go and listen to my interview with Ray Cole. From He's an ABC executive. Yeah, the TV, <laughs> they need it too. Like, they have they, to. They have to have it. Like, they have to have it. I, don't, I sold all my Disney stock. Yeah, they're going to have a rough... I mean, couple quarters. Although Disney theory, Plus has been nice, but, but it how is it going to make up for? I mean, I'll buy it back. Yeah, it's going to get rocked at some point, and I'm sure I'll buy it back. But like, my theory is because I see this on the front lines print, and maybe we could talk a little bit about the Cyclone Fanatic deal here, as you know what we're we're about to do. Our um, programmatic ad revenue, which is like think national, like okay. this is not local. Local is going to take a massive hit too. Uh, it's our, we're already seeing it, but think um, the programmatic stuff: eighty percent drop. Oof. Literally, Rudy Gobert gets <laughs> gets the Rona, or what's it, Donovan Mitchell? Which is the Whatever. controversy right now. Who gave it to who? It doesn't matter. Rudy Gobert announced they canceled yeah. the tournament. Our our revenues dropped by eighty <sighs> percent, and I know there's correlation there. Because a lot of the companies who are doing programmatic ad buys for national sites like ours are also the ones buying time on the NBA playoffs and, and right? It's your car companies, it's your you know, all that stuff. Yeah. Carnival cruises, like yeah, whatever. Which yeah. Who would be all over the place right now with vacation season coming up. And if you don't so let's say we get the NBA playoffs. I still think we'll get a version of the NBA playoffs. I do too. Um Great. And the ratings will be through the roof, just like our traffic is right now. We're having record traffic numbers every day at Cyclone Fanatic right now. But our revenue is down almost 80%. That's going to be the case across the board. Ray Cole confirmed it for me, too, that it is. But So, like, ESPN would get that great product, and so would Turner, that they paid so much for, but they're not going to get their return on their dollar. So, I have a person that I talk to regularly that's in the industry, the advertising industry at a, a national scale. Um, he sent me a note this week that Coke, which is, you know, big player, Coca-Cola. They're a consumer staple too, yep. so they should technically be thriving right now. They have eliminated upwards of $300 million from their advertising budget. Jesus. Just think about that, right? So this is what's going to happen. It's so really bad news. It, it now... Who knows if that's again? You 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 make the big leap early just so you you know so it's not yeah, as bad on the back. It's generally the first thing that these companies yep. cut. But that's a big. That's what we're talking about. Like we're this is this is this is major, and this will have this will have lasting impact. Even if think this thing gets up and running in the short term, um, it's not like it's going to come back real quickly. And so I think. I think this will have ramifications beyond just this year. And you'll also see these athletic departments really tighten their belts, um, even if the revenue loss isn't as bad as they think it might be, because they, they want to have more reserves. And I think this, is, this really enters that conversation of, you know, a lot of these athletic departments sometimes they want to spend the money they get because they don't want to per, per, be perceived as, you know, hoarding this money from – 
the student athletes, quote unquote. Okay, that's the argument that we've had for years now. That argument, like the paying players thing, is now that's gone. Yeah, I mean, I mean that is. That who's is talking about gone. that nope. right now? Like I mean, you can't do it at this point. We're hoping they can get their scholarships. Correct. I mean, so it's it, right. The the, right? the the narrative changes really quickly here, um, but you're going to see all these elect, athletic departments figure out how do we maximize this. So I think automatics, I tweeted this earlier this week, automatics to me, you will see the playoff expand as soon as possible yes. for college football. That's a great and, point. And I think you'll go from not not just four to eight. You may go four to 12, four to 16. Because we're going to try and maximize which, as much which, as we can. For what it's worth, if you're an Iowa State fan worried about realignment, that's the best thing that could possibly happen. 100%. Big 12's not going anywhere. No, Iowa State's, I mean, Somebody asked me this week, too, is, well, is Iowa State going to be hurt by this? I'm like, Iowa State will be hurt as much as everybody else in the Power Five will be hurt. But you're, the schools that are going to get drilled are the group of five. I would not be one of them right now. I wouldn't want to be you and I. No. Jesus. Uh, it's going to be bad news. Sorry. So, I've, I've used the Lord's so, name in vain like three the, times. The I, other, I genuinely apologize. To reflect on that point, too, I'm sorry. is these Power Fives are all going to want to play each other in the non-conference, too. Maximize dollars from a TV aspect as possible. So if you're... If you're a D or you're an FCS or you're a group of five, like you're getting those big paychecks now, that's that's not going to happen anymore. Yeah, you can't you're pay gonna, that. Are you going to pay like Monroe? No, a million dollars. No, you're not coming to Jack Trice nope. Stadium or whatever. Nope. It is. It's like eight fifty, I think, is what they got. Yep, it's not going to happen. It just won't. So those again. So this is a, this naturally you're going to Man. have these the like we've talked about for years of how these these power schools are going to get together. It's almost going to happen naturally because they don't have the, the means to, to share it elsewhere. Does this, uh, what does this do to Notre Dame and BYU? I wonder. Well, so they, they will have major incentive to, if they're ever going to hop, they're got to go now. Really? Um, It'll be 2024. And I think, yeah, you're still looking, I'm not talking about like, it's going to be next fall. But this is going to put a lot of pressure on them, specifically a BYU. And I don't. I think they're going to be left out. Yeah, I. I don't think. I think realignment. This might kill realignment. Well, it it, it Notre will, Dame will go to the ACC. It will, they, from an additional standpoint, what it what it what it'll change though is I could absolutely see now. The Power Five is breaking off more and going so geographical, than usual. like yeah. like. That's my theory. I, That's what I've wanted for years. And I think I think twenty twenty four is 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 bold. But I think I think you will see them. My opinion: next four years, they'll start to schedule each other a lot more, and then naturally, those group of fives maybe just left out. Man, I hadn't gone to that point, Brent. But you're right. Like, who's going to pay Northern Iowa? You're not, unless you have to from the state of Iowa. Iowa State still may. Will okay. they though? Like, I what don't a, know why why. Let me pose it this way. If you're facing all these budget constraints, why would you pay Northern Iowa five hundred grand yeah. when you could schedule a home and home with Nebraska and or not do Minnesota? A, and not do a dime. Yeah. Man, I'd love to see an Iowa State Minnesota home and home. Well, I think Black could, versus Campbell. <laughs> I think for those three non conference games, you're Bring gonna, it on. You're gonna see a lot more of that though. I do too. You just have to. Because you what those so what happens then? Is instead of paying like a Monroe, whatever Iowa State paid them eight, right, seven fifty eight. I don't, I don't know. Don't whatever quote, it was. Don't quote me on that. You'll just pay nothing, and then you'll just you'll get your home gates one year, um, or yeah. the other year. That's how just they worked. Opposite in the past. of the Iowa year, correct? I mean, is what Iowa State would do. Correct. So this the landscape of college sports will change dramatically, in my opinion, regardless of if the season is or isn't played this year. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, and okay, so can we transfer into the Cyclone Fanatic deal? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I kind of got off. No, on a it's it's great. Um, I don't even like to talk about it, but we, you know, we're not uh, immune. No, You're we're small, a very small, small business. Small business. It really is. is. It's a business. One hundred percent run by advertising. That's a really bad place to be right yeah, now. I, yep. Um, so I've got a. It'll be an in-depth um, breakdown of the numbers. I don't want to go over them again, and I will do a podcast when when this comes out. Right now, everything's ready to roll out, except I'm waiting on development to have the site ready. Website, yeah. Yeah. Um, we are in drastic need of Patreon members and or uh, premium members to our, our um, message board. And a lot of you may not even know what that is. I promise I'll explain it in detail when all this comes yep. out. But we, I'm projecting that our revenue will drop by 50 to 60% because of this. Yeah. We've run a very lean company for a long time, which is great. Um, but like, I just, like, if I'm being honest, like the longevity of like, I don't know how long this is going to go. So I've got to change our business model a little bit. I will say this, Brent, everything we're doing now, like if you enjoy the site for free and our podcast for free, you'll still get everything. Right. What we're going to start doing is giving added value and enhancements to those who want to um, subscribe to premium aspects of the website, which and that, that initiative will be rolled out this week. You know, I think if there's a time where people understand why, it's now because this is impacting everybody. Um, and I'll say this, like, and just being honest, we won't be around in a year if we don't do no. something different. No, and you're not alone by that. Yeah. I mean, every industry is going to be yep. just, but I think now is the time to do that rather than be just, you know, dried up here in six months. You might as well get ahead of it. And I think this is a great way to do it. Plus, from what I understand, you'll you release all the details. There's some neat incentives. It's going to be pe- cool. People will get value out yeah. of yeah out of the I mean, extra extra perks. Like the absolute lowest incentive we have is like a discount to our store, and it's like if you use that two times, two or three times it in a year, itself, like you'll yeah. pay for itself. So like it's really cool. It's um I think that I've been thinking about this for weeks now. I didn't want to just roll it out and be hasty with it at first. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's really cool. And I, I I truly believe that if people get behind this, we'll produce a better product because you know as well as anybody, the majority of my time for the last few years has been on the business side of this thing. Right. And um, I hate that. Like I not I enjoy like working with our advertisers and clients like and I've gotten to know a lot of great people and I'll continue to do that. But it for every minute that I'm doing that, I'm not doing a podcast with you or I'm not um working sources to provide information to our readers, stuff like that. And the way that this is going to be set up if our users support it, it will make our product vastly better i truly believe that going forward well let let me just say something i didn't talk to you about this but you've now had been running cyclone fanatic for 11 years yeah 11 years this fall it has been free for 11 years pretty much all of it yeah right people should understand that you're not just trying to yeah. Make a quick buck. No, I can you, assure you we're not. You have you have you have been in this thing long enough that your reputation is as good as it gets, that you're not just trying to, you know, cash cash a couple quick checks. That you want yeah. this to sustain more than anybody, and yet you see some headwinds out there that are fighting you. They're fighting a lot of people, but I mean a quick, easy thing to do if you appreciate the 10, 11 years that you've been at this to become a Patreon, become a premium member, it's going to help Cyclone Fanatic make it through this and then be even better on the end of it. Thank so, you for saying yeah, that. No, I, mean, I you, appreciate that. I think, I think you, have, you are credible enough that people know if they can help, help you out to make this company continue to go. Because 
it's not a coincidence, and, I, and I've written this before. Iowa State's growth and Cyclone Fanatic's growth are, are pretty parallel, and I don't think that's a coincidence. I mean, I, th- I think you have benefited from Iowa State's success, but also Iowa State has largely benefited because of the, the community that you've built and all the cool causes you've done. You're not doing this just to make money. No. I mean, you I've are doing a lot this of for opportunities the, yes, to get out you, of here. You absolutely have, and I know that firsthand. So when you face a tough time like this, I think it makes sense for you to ask for the help. You haven't asked for help really in 11 years. Now's the time you can. Thank you for saying that. And the biggest thing I want to point out, again, is like everything that we've done for free, we're still going to do it for free. Correct. Um, but we're going to be doing bonus things for our new Patreon, not new pay anybody who you'll see it. It'll all make a lot more sense when I put it out, but I, I truly, I, you know, I sent it out to, I think three or four of you on Friday and I received responses from, uh, and this was like, um, just for our listeners, it was like a rough draft of like what I've been working on. And all of you guys reached out to me and were like, this is actually really exciting. Like, this yeah. is like, this could be really fun. Um, for I, instance, like, we're going to start doing, like, a couple times a year, uh, we will do, like, basically, we're going to have, like, mug night. Remember mug night in college? Oh, yeah. I did. We're going to have, like, Cyclone Fanatic, but you got to be, like, a premium type. And, but not we're not just all hanging out. Like, I'm going to have special guests, speakers there, too address our crowd. I, I think th- we're it, this is good. I think this will be really cool, but I've got to get everybody to get behind it. And I don't, I just want to say this before we move on. I don't take it lightly asking people for money right now. I, I know a lot of people are They're struggling. Yep. Um, and I, I'm very sensitive to that. What I'm saying is, um, so if you can't do it, it's fine. Everything that you are used to, you're still going to get for free. We're not changing anything. Um, but if you if you are able, I hope to be able to give you more in return that we have in the past. Yep. And this will all be uh, this will make a lot more sense when you can read all the numbers. And I, you know, this Brent, because you've seen what I'm going to release. It's 100 percent transparent. I'm yeah. not hiding yeah, anything. And why would you? I mean, you haven't hit anything for no ten years. I'm not the- hiding anything. I'm showing you numbers on like what we're going to lose. We had the worst. Um, Worst March in what half a decade at least. Um, it April's going to probably be the worst April we've ever had. Um, we're losing contracts by the day. We are, um, and I also want to say one thing, just by the perception of it. We released that Cyclone Fanatic truck. Yeah, that, that deal got done before. in December. Yeah, and that is um, people from that. Carl Chevrolet, and yeah. the, the, you know. That's an advertising deal with them, like to have that their name all over that truck driving around. So I wanted to just, I I hated like posting like, uh, okay, very vulnerable moment for me here on the podcast. Yeah. But I was talking with Jason Luch on Friday, and I'm like, he's like, are you going to start promoting the truck? And I said, I just like, I it's really it's, hard for me to difficult. promote that we have this cool new toy. Yeah. When some people don't know. If they can make it to their next yeah. paycheck, right? And I like I, it made me sick. So, and it shouldn't, because the God's honest truth. We met about that in December, and that's yeah. been a deal in the works. But like, I just I have so much sympathy for the people hurting out there. So it, it's hard for me to ask for money, like because you're right. We've been free for ten yeah. years, and we we're still going to be. But like. I don't know. A way people can help out. Because people ask all the time, how can I help? Well, here's a way. Here's a way. And the thing is, like, we we really do. We have, we have like, 25,000 people have registered on the site. Now, that doesn't mean they're on the site every day. But we have more lurkers than we do. So, I I mean, I would pool. I would guess we've got 100,000 Iowa State fans that just will check out the site from time to time. Yeah. You know, if if everybody could give $3 a month, or $5 a month or whatever, we wouldn't have any of those annoying ads right. that people bitch about all the time. And the like content we, would probably be better. The content would be through the roof. Yeah. And I've fought this. Like yeah, I, Partners people, of mine have been like, why don't we do subscriptions? And I just, to me, because... You haven't. It would be easier yeah. to do that. Yep. But, and others but have. Part of our vision when we started this company 
was because we thought Iowa State was undercovered and undervalued as a fan base. And our vision was to, I mean, in, in a way, like, I don't, I hate using the word promote because I don't, I don't. Yeah, promote's not the right word. But but, but cover it cover, and, like, give yeah. these people the information that they crave. Like, yeah. which in return, I think, has helped Iowa State to an extent. Yes. Um, and if we wouldn't have done it, somebody else would have. Um, but I just, like, I didn't ever want to make it so that information is exclusive to, like, an upper percent. I want the college kid who's going to the Jardine Business Building where you work you know, to be able to just log on and read about the next um, who's who's on campus recruiting right. this week, right? right? And we're, we're still going to do that. But if you have, and, and you will see the different tiers, uh, the Patreon thing we've been doing for a little bit, we have upgraded so many things because of those Patreon funds. In the past, we built an app. We've, you know, we've done all kinds of stuff. Maybe I should list all that out too, to show. Um, but yeah, it... I'm, I I don't know, man. I, I kind of feel like I don't feel like I've failed here. No, no. There's because there's nothing there's no we failure. can do about this. Yep. But I don't like asking people for money in such a tough time. No, I get it. No, I get. I 100 percent understand. But I think you would be surprised at how willing people are to understand that that now is the time they can help. So I know it's tough for a lot of people, but they also realized. Cycle Fanatic's been around for 11 years. Yeah. It's been free for 11 years. Well, longer than that if you count Jeremy's and time we're in, when he lost yes, it. Yeah. And, and it's going to get through this. Yeah. And the way it can get through this is with a little bit of help now. Absolutely. And, and like I will, you'll read in what I write, I think that if our, if our people get behind this, I think the people who do the premium type things are going to love it so yeah. much because we're going to... It's going to be cool. And this is going to be my baby, really. The premium type stuff, yeah. like I'm going to let Jared and Rob and like our staff continue to do what they do, but I, I'm going to make sure that you all are taken care of and that we make it really badass for you. Actually, yeah. talked so, to um, our dear friend Sage Rosenfels tonight, um, and you know he's on board to help. We're going to do a lot of like virtual things. I don't want to leave out people who don't li- live in Central. I want to give Elisa Woods uh, from the Title Nine podcast. She. She gave me all sorts of great ideas. She's Love involved it. in the premium stuff at the Iowa Event Center, so this is a type of uh, wheelhouse. But we we don't want to leave those people out. If we have our little like cocktail hours or mug nights, we're gonna do them virtually too. So yeah. like we're gonna have cameras there. Like I, a lot of cool stuff that can come out of this. Man, um, the book I got you for Christmas, the Schwartzman book. <laughs> yeah, I read it this last week. There's a great chapter in. What's that guy's name? Charles Schwartzman. Uh, Charles Steve 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 whatever uh Blackstone Blackstone CEO yeah. and um there's a great chapter in it about how when when crap goes absolutely crazy that's when you need to like dig deep and like improve yeah and I think that's what our company can do here and hopefully be way better off in the long term but we'll Ag- see agreed agreed and you know, hope, we, we hope this is a blip on the radar for all of us, but I think it's a good time. We can all look in and we're like, what, what, you know, what can we do to, to better ourselves in this downturn? And I think this is the way Fanatic's working. Should we talk a little basketball yes, recruiting? Yes, and I think, man, speaking about bettering <laughs> themselves. Well, I mean, Iowa State hasn't gotten this, any better during well, the coronavirus. But the, yeah, <laughs> it's a big week. I think it's a newsy week coming up. It's a huge up. week yeah, I mean, coming up. I wish could, that I had this premium section coming this week. This You could argue, in the prom era, this next 10 days is almost as important as any 10-day stretch. And I don't say that lightly. This is huge because the last four days he's he's they have not hit on a couple of these guys, but there's still opportunity out there, which you highlighted very well today on the boards. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Give us the scoop. <laughs> Sorry, I just read. Some, I don't want to name drop. Niang just sent me something that was really funny. I did that. Well, you that was a total name drop. That's total name. You can't do but that. People so you just, love you just that. name drop Sage and Niang on this. People the love that though because Niang's the best. Like Niang is the best. And by the way, he said he he tweeted something. It was yesterday. He's like, man, <laughs> this just sucks. I'm like, yeah, I relate to you, George. This does. Um. 
Speaking of that, um, I watched the Purdue game this week. The uh, it's not a Niang game, but uh, I, Monte you, Deontay. I mean, why didn't we play Deontay at the five the whole? Yeah, right. I mean, lost the I, game in the first half. Lost the game in the first game. Why minutes. was Nick Babb playing like eleven minutes well, in that game or maybe. whatever? But well, okay, whatever. Like um, to get Steve. What's going on with basketball recruiting? Okay, this is what I know. Turner from Bowling Green. Okay. I think I think Rothstein reported that he's deciding on Monday. Yep. I was told Sunday or Monday. Okay. Um Okay, so like if you would have asked me on Wednesday, I would have told you Iowa State has no chance. Okay. Not so fast, my friend. Okay. There's been like real momentum for Iowa State late in this game. I still think that if I had a crystal ball, like two four seven does, yep, I would peg Missouri. I would put Iowa State at number two. So this, uh, we're talking what like combo guard type. I mean, the guy scores. Put up a bunch. I would of call him like a three. two or three. Yeah. So I guess I mean, he could hold the ball, and the guy, I, I haven't seen enough. Yeah, of him, to I mean be that's the thing. I think the guy would absolutely come in, and I think that like if you're if you're saying like impact grad transfers, yeah, him and Aiken were the two, right? Immediate high end. Yeah, I mean yeah. Gomez was Gomez hurt because I thought he Iowa yeah, State was just, yeah. If in a normal year without the Rona, Iowa State gets him. I think really. I think but a lot of these guys staying, are staying, staying close. Oh. Yeah. Keep an eye on that Which with football sense. recruiting, too. Like, if nobody can visit this summer... Well, you can't. You're not going to be able to for a while. This could be a total dent for not necessarily yeah, Iowa State, but... Yeah, I mean, everything's different. You can't you can't recruit right now but look in at person. Aiken stays close to home. Gomez stays close, close to, to home. home. I think it's a trend. I think that if, if I had... To, I would say 70% Turner... Goes to Missouri, 30% Iowa State, or 25% Iowa State, maybe 5%, 10% he stays with Bowling Green. Well, he's a guy. I mean, so you look at basketball, right? What do they need most? And I don't think it's it's too simple to say. They just need a guy to put the ball in the basket. So when you look at who Iowa State's chasing, it's really just guys that can get buckets. Uh, The three-point shot was, was not a strength at all. You know, I think the point guard they could figure out between Trey, Jackson, and I think Javon Johnson will be able to handle a little bit. Um, but yeah, I just need guys that could score. It's not always a bummer not getting Aiken or Gomez because both of those guys could score. But I think Turner would fill in. The guy I really like, and I'm a little biased because I watched him play three games in the Bahamas. Yeah. This DeJulius from, um, is that how you pronounce it? DeJulius. DeJulius, yeah. I think I he he put out a top four. I think it's really a top two. And those would be? I think it's Iowa State Marquette. Okay. It might be Cincinnati as a second school. Okay. I know Iowa State's one of them. Get out of Detroit. Yeah. But from what I, 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 want, from, from uh, what I understand be, real quick, yeah, one of the schools – is just on the list because there's some like AAU coach mm. in Detroit that he's doing a favor for. Okay. Which, Which you never know anymore. And I, and here for fans who maybe, well, what, what does that mean? That happens all the time. You're throwing bones. So like when you see yeah. a guy release a top five and you're like, well, what the hell is Tulane in there for? Yeah. It's because some guy from his AAU past is on that staff. Yep. And um, from what I understand, that's what's going on here. I think it's Iowa State and Marquette. He's a guy in. Who I knows? like Iowa State here, by the way. I well, think he ends up a cyclone. Now, this would be great. It'd be even better if he was immediately eligible. So, Well, he might be. Well, and you don't know. Because of June. Correct. So they're going to change. They might change the rules a little bit in June. Plus, but don't they have to be more lax on everything with everything that's going that's on? Just, that's just going there. Okay. So you, you, I, who knows? If he could be eligible or not. And and I don't know, like, Rozier Bolton came in after a freshman year with a circumstance, and he ended up immediately eligible. You don't know if he would be or not, but DeJulius, knockdown shooter, right? I think shot 37% from three. He's a good player. I mean, just a really good top 100 recruit. I think he'd come in, definitely be 
a piece Iowa State could use, and I think he'd be a really good player. He would be, you know, obviously Aiken, Gomez, you know, they, they're more known, but DeJulius, I think if Iowa State can get him, you know, you're talking a double-digit score as soon as he's eligible. So, would be a good he. Great I think piece. he'd be a great piece well, beside fit, Bolton, too. He'd fit in well. I mean, so if you look at Iowa State next year, right? So you've got a couple known commodities. You've got Bolton, who actually, numbers-wise, had a really nice year. He turns right? the ball he, over too much, he does, but other than that. He does. So I don't want him as a point guard. I, I mean, yeah. I think that that's that's not his game. Um, and then Solomon Young showed you some stuff. And I, I think this, I've said this all along, and I'll maintain it until they prove me wrong. My favorite freshman class is a whole that I've ever seen well, at Iowa State. So, and they're all, interestingly enough, Steve had an idea, and I think he recruited well to it, is he wants that positionless system. I mean, if you look at all these guys, they're like 6'3 to 6'8, and dude, Foster's, yeah. you know, 7, Just whatever. Just think if, if Lindell and... Taylor and Tyrese right. don't all go I know. pro early. I hear you. I so just like th- that part needs to be added. Steve is not perfect. I will never. I you know that Purdue game we just talked yeah. about. Yeah, he probably botched that. To he be honest, probably did in the first half. Yeah, but God, like I just can't help but think like because I know where I think that this is all going and it's not great. Um. But I, I can't help but thinking, like, God, like it, he hasn't – with all these guys, he recruited really well, and he hasn't caught a break. Now, having said that, he missed on a lot of guys, too. Like, Terrence Lewis was a miss. Yes. Zion yep. Griffin was a – did yes. you see Zion's offers are? Yep. I Which, mean, they're all, like, low major. Like, nobody correct. wants him. Correct. Okay? Like, and that means something. If he if, – if there was and a the, deal like, oh – this guy hasn't been developed correctly. I haven't even seen where Terrence is being mentioned. I haven't with. seen Zion that. has nothing. Well, and then Grill goes to UNLV. Yeah, existing relationship with TJ. Yeah, and, and that's, that's a bummer. The best shot that he would have had, probably as high as he could have gone. Um, he and I know that UNLV roster very well. Caleb will be eighth or ninth guy. Probably next. Now I think he could year. be a good player eventually. eventually. I think he'll be fine eventually. He should probably redshirt. Yeah. Uh, but it just for, for Iowa State, yeah. Who knows if these young young kids will do much? By the way, much? Pete Link's going to UNLV too. There's a little breaking news. Well, Iowa State announced its new strength All and right, conditioning right. coach. Can do you know? Are you if you're at mercy to say? If you don't, just say I don't know. Who who decided first? Iowa State or Pete? I believe Pete. Gotcha. So. Next year, I th- the the Johnson kid from, from I don't know Troy, that for a fact. No, it's just I didn't. I'll just say this: I didn't hear that from Pete. God, it's all you need to know. <laughs> you've got people. Well, I just uh, you've got people. People yeah. know that. Uh, but the Johnson kid's going to be a nice player. Okay, he'll he'll contribute. Yeah, he's going to be he's a nice, be a really nice player. Probably a starter. Um, I hope. I hope he I, can I just, start. But I I don't know. I don't know how it all comes together to together to get to the point. Where you're looking at the NCAA tournament, less and less you get. If they uh, get Julius, if they get Turner and DeJulius both eligible, then yes, probably they're better than last year. I yes, well yeah. Um, still concerned a little bit with the post play. Well, I mean, last year was bad. Figure that out, I guess. That man. Well, Prentice didn't. Yeah, it's it's we that, got, we don't have enough time. That whole it. deal. Like that starting year. lineup at the year at the end of the year after Bolton got hurt, oh, that was yeah. the worst I think I've ever covered. Yeah, uh, and by the way, I told Steve that too. I'm not. Yeah, well, we had a chat. Was it better or worse than the uh, Brian Peterson Sean Haleska backcourt? I don't know. Worse. Yeah. I like I would, Trey. I like Trey Jackson. I like some of these guys, but I just they don't have enough right now unless these freshmen are better than anticipated. I think these freshmen are like I think that you could roll all four of those guys out there and be better than a lot of the guys on the team last year. Which is but who's who's in my who's in the post then? I mean you've got Solomon. I mean Johnson's like a He's not a I don't care. Traditional like, give post, me some guards like who can shoot. Yeah, I don't Yeah. I, it'll be, it'll be, I, I don't know what to expect. Like, there's really no, you cannot put a really concrete 
idea of what next year looks like until these next 10 days. Huge. Dare I say the most important days of the promo? No, I think you could. I mean, you really could. In the middle of quarantine yes. 2020? And it's impossible to recruit right now, but he's got to figure it out. I mean, he's been re- recruiting. I mean, like... You, I, you, these podcasts five years from now are going to be glorious. <laughs> what happened <laughs> during the pandemic? Williams and Bloom on the oh, pandemic. We started off on 1430 <laughs> with Mel in the morning. What happened now during we're, the quarantine? I, I tell you what, though. Great if podcast. you guys haven't, we nailed it two weeks ago about these sports leagues. And like... The, the I'm telling you, I think there, and I'm there's going to be a lot of woke people in the audience oh, who yeah. Yeah. are going to be pissed that I say. That. I think there's a social obligation I for agree. some of these sports to get going as soon as they possibly can after the healthcare profession. Yeah, well, you have to say that. But I know. But I think that think it should be like just known that we that obviously yeah. we're putting the healthcare professionals first. I, I'm I'm obviously 100 percent with you. There is a social obligation, in my opinion, for ba- what is. But don't like, say what Mike Gundy said. That was no, he was off his rocker. Yeah. Um, what I'm saying is, like, why can't NASCAR be? I know. Why can't the PGA Tour be playing? Like, I mean, okay, can't the caddy set the bag down and then? I'm, Step I'm, six feet away, and the player can gla- grab a club. Why do they need caddies? Just use golf carts, your, or take your own we'll carry your own carry clubs. your own damn clubs. Like yeah. we all have to do. Like baseball should be able to figure this out. Yeah, but you're just gonna get so much pushback. It's just gonna take a brave, honestly, Great. a then, brave. Then league. our then our unemployment number will go from 16 million to 30. That'll be awesome. Well, and hey I, man, I. I understand where you're coming from. And I don't know when when will push come to shove where the the no, people eventually say, I've had enough. Like I have to work. I'm not even I will put the health of our country over the economy every day of the week. But my point is I think there comes a line where yep. you have to like you go from like crisis mode, which we're in right now. To crisis management. And we're not there yet, but I think we will be. And I think everybody is bleeping panicking because of we're all at home watching cable news all day. Yep. And we need to wait. Give what's can we reassess this on like the middle of May? Can we just do that? And then we'll talk about college football season. Like it's I too agree. freaking early. It's, it's early. It's still it's still early. As somebody said for baseball, we're not even in the first inning yet. Got to get this sorted out. I feel like you're pretty right. I think, why don't they ask us? Like, get Burks, get Fauci, call us. This Burks. I don't know. I don't quite have a read on her. I feel like I feel like I have a pretty good read on Fauci. So Fauci was a heck of a point guard, I guess, back in the day. Really? Did you, read, did you see that? Yeah. You know what I'm fast? No, we're at. Um... I think it was the Bronx. See, here's what I'm fascinated by. The triangle of Fauci and the Cuomo brothers. They have a relationship? Mm-hmm. So I guess Fauci, so the, I mean, I'm, I'm, because again, you and me are a lot of like, where we will dig into all this stuff, like, okay, what, what, what's the reasoning here? Yeah. So Fauci's getting all sorts of pushback from the, the, uh, you know, the, the right extremists. Thinking he's too far linked up with to the Cuomo's <laughs> to the no to the Gates Foundation. Oh, so this, really? So we're gonna get really wild here. Wow! And the Gates trying to develop this vaccine. Wow! So Fauci's holding out of this stuff until Gates can develop this vaccine. Really? And that's why we're. I mean, I read everything. I'm not. I'm not espousing one side or the other. But there's. <laughs> As America's best at, America's really good at conspiracies, and there are several with this thing. I'm going to start being the Rogan podcast. Well, we could go another three hours (laughs) (laughs) and then maybe match that. Well, anyways. Good chat. uh, Yeah, it's been a good chat. I I think this is a little bit therapeutic 
with me to meet up That's with you. Like, we do it more for ourselves and probably all of you. I mean, honestly, but yeah, it's fun. Um, Easter. What are you doing for Easter? We're getting, uh, we're doing a little pickup from a local business that's having an Easter special. Oh, who? Who are you getting it from? We're getting it from, I think, Montana Mike's oh, in nice. Pleasant Hill area. Or no, not Pleasant Hill. No, they're, they're over by... They're uh, 14th Street. Yeah. East Des Moines. I always meet Kim Pullen there. But there you go. So we're going to yeah. grab that, um, have a little Easter egg hunt for the two-year-old, and potentially watch the service online. We'll see. I'm doing a... Uh, I'm doing a ham of my own. Oh, you got on the, the Traeger. Got, you got the brand new Traeger. Yeah. You liking that so Free far? Rona. <laughs> Before I thought I was going to lose my jobs. Um, no, I love it. Like I, I bought it actually from Tim Mullen at Nebraska Furniture Mart. Actually, one of those sweet deals where it's like you get two years to pay for the thing. There you go. They're running one of those deals, so. Yeah, no, I... You can I, track that stuff on your phone, right? Like temperature and... Oh, yeah, you've got an app, and it syncs with the grill. It's crazy. insane. Technology. It, it is... My neighbor, Chris, you know Chris. Yeah, yeah he's a He's a redneck. Yep. And he, he wouldn't be caught dead using an easy bake oven like a Traeger <laughs> is what he calls it. But he... You'll laugh at this. He goes, that's a perfect smoker for you. <laughs> No, but, yeah. too well. so you gotta, no, you like, ham? I can literally be um, sitting on my couch and I can change the temperature of the grill. It's crazy. How, you've had it, what, like a week now? Couple, no, eh, three weeks now. You Big fan? So yeah, I love it. Good it's, food? It's, I mean, it's the great, yeah. Product's been good. You can do anything you want on that thing. Um, so I'm doing a ham and I get this recipe and, well, I'll send you some photos. Please do. I don't know how this is going to turn out, but the family is relying on me. We're going to stream some church on the TV, which is pretty easy to do these days. Yep. So, yeah. Um, he has risen. Different Easter. He has risen indeed. Uh, Bloom, thank you. Thank maybe you, we friend. could do this maybe once a week as opposed to once every two weeks. I'm for it. I, I we we got a really lot of really good response. I think people don't just want to hear doom and gloom. No, and I don't think it is. Like I, think, I don't either. I, I really don't. But I think, I, and and the the like I said last time, the improvements societally and technology wise from this will benefit us beyond just this pandemic. Like you're already talking, the work from home stuff has worked for a lot of industries. So there's a uh, work from home ETF that's popping up. Oh my gosh! Well, W F H. I was reading about it. I uh, I mean, again, we're probably, what, an hour into this now? Yeah, it doesn't matter. I, I bought some Zoom stock, and I sold it already, so look at me. Good for you. Yeah. I sold my Clorox stock this week. Price, well. I mean, it's so inflated. Probably, Everybody's like, oh, consumer yeah. staples. <laughs> like, it, it was up, like, 40% from when yeah. I bought it. I'm like, yeah. it can't go much high. It's Clorox. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. got to be all these these newcomers these newbies that are priced in figured out yeah yeah anyways uh we'll do an investment podcast some other day sounds good my friend he's brent bloom my name is chris williams i uh, want to give a shout out to our friends at a plus lawn and landscape hit them up and we'll have uh hopefully another pop for you guys coming up next week later